crypto market's going down fucking quicker than bloody a two dollar hooker. <laughs> Paris Hilton on a good night. Welcome to the Birdie and Bait podcast. I'm Bass, and with me is Birdie. There you go. And we're going to discuss something that we've been pretty much into for the last couple of months, and that is Formula One 2021 and the Formula One 2022 game that's coming out next month. Yeah, I think it's the end of next right? month, June-ish, June, July, or something like that. Um which they've got an interesting pre-order on at the moment. I think it's if you pre-order by the end of this month or the middle of this month or something, you get this Miami skin that looks like you're glowing in the dark when you're racing around. Look, it's as I said, Larry. when you sent me that, as I said, does it come with the protesters pack for Miami as well? <laughs> Are we going to see more of those when they go to Las Vegas? No, Vegas doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but... In saying that, we've been enjoying the game. Uh, we've been doing the full everything for Formula 2 all the way through to Formula 1. I think I'm halfway through the Formula 2 season due to work commitments and stuff like that. I've been busy. Um, but I think, would you say you finished the Formula 2 season? I finished as world champion for Formula 2 and also constructors champion for Formula 2 and been signed by McLaren and I'm driving with Danny Rick. Because you get to choose, like, who do you want your partner to be, Nor- Norris or Ricardo? So, you know, oh, well, oh, well, no I was a team, there. why not? <laughs> but you could have chose Norris because Norris does like his esports and has an esports team. Yes, that is very true. Could have sucked up to him. <laughs> but it, the game itself, I'm finding interesting in the fact that I've done. Obviously, the Formula 2 races. Um, we also... I've done a couple of actual just for challenges or whatever to do an actual race in a Formula 1 car. And it's actually interesting to see a game where they've actually changed how the handling is of a Formula 2 car and a Formula 1 car, as I'm assuming they've modelled it off the actual cars themselves. I was actually thinking that I'm just going to jump into the Formula 1 car after running Formula 2 and these cars are going to handle the same, the physics are going to be the same and all the rest of it. And No, I was totally wrong on that one. Well, Formula 1 cars actually have power steering, so... (laughs) Yeah, so you can't... What are you going to say? How do I say this? You can't manhandle a Formula 1 car like you can with a Formula 2 car? No. It's like going from a tractor at low speeds sometimes in an F2 car. But in saying that, I do like the F2 cars. I do love how you can actually get a power, nice power skid to happen out of a corner and stuff like that. Probably doesn't help the tires, but eh, it's a video game. It's not, not like I'm playing for them. Um, but the other aspects of it of seeing with the videos that are coming out for Formula um one twenty twenty two is seeing that they're actually evolving the game more and more sort of thing. One feature that we haven't started yet, which we will probably get to, is the fact we could do co op career mode. Mm. 
which is actually interesting to be able to do something like that in a racing game. So yeah. I think that's the first. That's the only one that I've. I don't think you can do. You can't do Co-op career and Forza or anything. No, because they don't really have teams. So, I mean, it might be in the new Forza Motorsport that's coming out, but honestly, we haven't seen anything on that. And I'm hoping with the um, Microsoft Bethesda showcase for E3 this year, well, not E3, their own showcase for E3 time scale, they might actually show off Forza Motorsport. Um, but no, this is the first time I've seen like a team co-op um, mode in a racing game ever, I think. And I've been playing racing games since I was a kid. I used to compete in the Forza RC series for esports and like even that was, you know, Forza Motorsport 5 and things like that. If you had teams of drivers and stuff like that, it's still going to be on one freaking account or you're just going to be competing for points against each other and they tally them up separately. Yeah. But I, I actually do think it'd be an interesting thing to bring in to other games. Because if you're looking at things like if you could do a co-op career mode in Forza Motorsport, um... I don't think he'd really, it wouldn't be implementable in Forza Horizon. No. Um, but you can still do co-op in that anyway because you can drive around together and do all that kind of stuff that they do do. But I thought in the actual motorsport games, having the co-op side of things is actually takes it from being a, a single-player game to actually allowing you to play with friends. Mm. I mean, you can still play with friends. You're just typically against each other. But having, like, if you look at any facet of motorsport, they normally aren't just running one car. Most teams are running two cars at the very least. Um, so, like, having that in something like Forza Motorsport would be a really big deal. Like, we could play together under the same team and go out to try and score points for the manufacturer or the team points, whatever, depending on the racing series that we're actually in. And, um, you know, actually have fun working together, especially through qualifying and things like that. Yeah. And to, to bring in some of the sort of be a, the ability to share settings together and set cars up and do different things on cars differently, because obviously everyone's got a different driving style, but mm. to actually... but. The, to see the settings and the, the the stuff you can do in Formula One now in that game because I've played that game oh, on multiple generations of of consoles. I think back in the Xbox 360 days, I had Formula One on on the game and everything. And to see how it's evolved now on console um, is just getting better and better. Um, I'd the only thing I'd say to it, it'd be nice if we get a bit more support. I don't think it's the actual game developers issue, but more support for the steering wheels and pedals and get a bit of feedback happening. Mm. Yeah. Because. Like, unlike you, I've, I've never really played Formula One. I've never really been into it. I've always been more of a tin top type racer because um, open wheel racing honestly scares me in real life. So... Yeah, it's never been a thing, and I've only just gotten into it because, like, you guys were into it 
I gave it a shot and I'm starting to really enjoy it. But what you're saying with the um, compatibility and, well, not really compatibility, more features for steering wheels for console players, it would be a big thing. But the developers literally, I know for Microsoft or Xbox, they have the universal control hub, which allows them to adapt the steering wheel to it. And they have to use the inputs on that software hub. Yeah. The problem it like I don't see a problem with that. Back in the 360 days and that that would have been completely fine. You can plug a mouse and keyboard into an Xbox One or an Xbox Series SX console and play keyboard and mouse on most games because they've got the compatibility, which means the control hub configuration has changed. Obviously not for steering wheels, but what they should do is, you know, maybe update it so you can have PC inputs like you can already on the console, be recognized through a steering wheel and be able to use like all these extra buttons that a Fanatec wheel and things like that have. So we can actually have a dedicated pick button, have um, dedicated switches and knobs for your traction control and stuff like that for like GT3 racing and things like that and ABS input and even like selection um, for your engine modes in Formula One would be big rather than using the um, MFB button and then scrolling through bloody pages and shit and things like that when you're trying not to crash going 300Ks an hour. Yeah, that was the only downside that I found with the with the game is like if you want to adjust your, adjust your, I don't know, your game plan for the race so you want to pit earlier or pit longer or whatever it is like that or you wanted to, yeah, as I say, adjust engine modes and everything, you're looking at the bottom right of your screen going, am I in the right menu to accept this and all the rest of it? And you're like, no, I should be watching the road that's in front of me or the track that's in front of me or I'm going to go up the back end of someone here or I'm going to miss the corner and end up in the gravel or just spin out or anything while if the fact is we were allowed to have those inputs on the wheels we could adjust them on the fly that way yeah like i i have a fanatec wheel and it's the it's one that's made for the xbox the bottom buttons are your normal a b y x and all that that's fine the top buttons are stuff like right bumper and right stick in and stuff like that the thing is, there's nothing on the Universal Hub about them, so all they do is accelerate or change gear, which the paddles and the um, pedals and stuff like that are already doing anyway. So they're just buttons that are literally doing shit that's already been done by other things. They really need to update that on the Xbox, and PlayStation honestly need to do it as well. Like, it's not just Xbox, it's just I don't have a working knowledge of what their system's like. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the other aspect that I was like. It's just like we enjoy playing on console. We're enjoying these games that we're playing, like Formula One and all these new features and stuff like that. And it seems like when you get the next evolution of people that are involved in these games and they want to step up their steering wheel and all the rest of it, they're all going to end up going to PC. Because hmm. it's the only way to get to the next level is to step up if you want to go to, to have the... The feedback and the the different bits and pieces like the the handbrake and the other things like that is because you either got to have a button allocation for it that it is what it is that corresponds but there's only a certain amount of buttons you can have yeah on a um xbox on a, controller. <laughs> on a yeah on a controller 
Yeah, they... But the only other way I thought about doing it is whether the fact you could program a... Uh, it's still the same, really, isn't it? If you're trying to program a wheel off a, a Elite layout with the paddles being extra buttons. Well, I mean, even on the Elite, they're still not extra buttons. They're just double-ups again. Yeah. It's practically the same as what That's the wheel's doing. It's just putting them in a more comfortable position to use. Wheels call it comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know, that's my only downside is that, but it's nothing to do with the developers or anything. Um, they're making their making it as easy as possible, even though you gotta try and get into a menu and scroll down. Like I reckon I probably end up doing probably two laps by the time I'd end up changing my pit strategy. Hmm. I, like I know um it does have voice controls as well, but I you can hook up your head your Xbox headset up and stuff like that and use voice controls. They're not bad um and they're they're only used for quick things anyway like you know change pit strategy and stuff like that you still can't change your engine mode or anything like that um or your ers mode it's yeah it really needs to be updated for this generation or the last two generations of xbox consoles so that the developers can actually allow wheel makers to be able to do these inputs and you know we'll make it better for the players like the players are playing racing simulators like this because they want to have the simulation but it also would help people like um because to me it thinks like if you wanted to step up more and more into the esports side of f1 you need to go to pc because you need to get that those buttons working for you because you need to be able to change settings on the fly as you're trying to do laps to try and qualify and everything otherwise if you're trying to do it on an xbox you're going to run out of time you're not going to have the time to to get it in or you're going to keep or you're going to spend a lot more time trying to achieve a lap time than other people are because they can change their settings on the fly hmm. they can adapt them much quicker and yeah I mean, in at the end of the day, that's all racing is. It's about adapting to the conditions, how they come, because you cannot guarantee the conditions are going to be perfect every single time. We both know that for a fact, um, whether yeah. it's real world or game world. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a small update. People have been asking for it for years. I just want it to hurry up and happen so they can actually evolve but the other side of it, I think the Formula One 2021 is evolving quite well in the fact they're getting um, presenters that pre that call the F1 on Sky and stuff like that to be the on-game presenters and the guys that talk and the guys that um, have interviews with you and everything like that. They might not look like them in the game, but the voicing is done by mm. real-life people that cover the thing. So it's... The game is evolving more or more and more. The developers are getting more and more people involved that are actually in Formula One. So it's giving us more of a feel of actually being there, being able to run these tracks and do these tracks and do the events and everything. Now, do you think it's because Codemasters has been since bought out by EA Games and now they've got a bigger budget to be able to pay for commentator voiceover? <laughs> It doesn't help. It doesn't hurt, sorry. Yeah. Um, it's, that's a good thing. But I also think that Formula One 
I don't know, is probably getting a little, gaining a bit more traction these days and becoming oh. a, a popular motorsport. When you saw them last year go to America, like, they just went nuts for it. They were hungry for it because it's not something they really see that often. Like, what have they got in America? They've got IndyCar, which is about the closest, and those things are bloody fast. Yeah. But I still just don't think they've got anything to the level of F1. Um, I mean, they got NASCAR, and I love watching that, but at the same time, I can watch that while playing a video game because, let's face it, something only ever happens every 20 minutes if they crash. <laughs> when it's the last lap of the certain segment. Yeah, I mean, they, don't get me wrong. I respect them they're obviously very good freaking drivers but like we've seen them when they've come over to australia and been put into one of our touring cars and they shit themselves on bathurst because yeah. the way that they fly up and down the hill and go around corners the grip is just ridiculous compared to what they're used to and i think that's why f1 is becoming so popular over the world because once something hits america and hits it hard it goes ridiculously popular and they're just not used to something with this much technology in it and being able to pull these speeds. And the other other aspect, I think, when it comes back to EA signing their deal with Game Pass is allowed us to play games like this that we wouldn't normally No, oh, yeah. I would not have bought do. this if it wasn't on Game Pass. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like the fact that I've seen it on Game Pass, even though that's probably been out for nine months before it was put on game pass because ea doesn't seem to put stuff straight onto game pass but that's their prerogative um but it's also been fun yeah been um, a lot of fun and playing new games new like, genres so to speak yeah so i mean you're obviously a big fan of the formula one series and stuff like that but with me i definitely would not have gotten it if it wasn't on game pass but now I'm actually thinking about buying the new one because I enjoyed so much playing this one on Game Pass. So, you know, Game Pass does work for developers. Um, yeah. I don't see why people are hesitant or whatever, especially when, like, EA has such a close relationship with Game Pass. Like, they've got they've integrated their system into Game Pass now. It's not like it's a hard thing to do to make a deal. Oh, well, we'll just see what happens. The only thing that worries me is if I go and pre-order F1 2022 and then it comes to Game Pass Day 1 or something like that, it's going to really be annoying. I think they would have announced but, that by now. Yeah, probably that's true. Um, but also, I think there's a discount on purchasing it because we've got Game Pass. Yeah, that's a part of the EA Play thing in Game yep. Pass. So, oh, well. Thanks for your time. We'll probably keep you updated when we get the new version of the game or we do the co-op career and we'll do another podcast and what we think on that so until next time you can catch up with us on the socials with under essential gamer au on instagram facebook and essential gamer au on twitter until next time we'll see you later i'm gonna lap him bye